My name's Amy. I'm here with Dave in Melbourne, Australia to talk about Nagoya Basho. It is day four. It is Wednesday night. And well, great we, sumo. We open this podcast with some very, very big news. Ah, uh, yes. And that news is that tonight I played a piano on a rotating um, platform. Yes, you did. That wasn't the big news I thought you were going to say. <laughs> so I was at orchestra and I yeah. came to pick you up at this pub. We were, you were seeing a friend of ours. It was a little bar, a little piano bar mm. down the road. And I knew it was a piano bar. I think I knew they had a piano yeah. in there. But what I didn't know is that it's actually behind, the bar comes out and curves around. The piano is behind this well, kind of within, curve, in yeah. the middle of the room, <laughs> the small front room. It rotates. Smoke comes up from under it. And there's a whole set of light. And it's a grand piano as well. A baby grand. There's a whole set of lights on it. It's a real feature. Yeah. So that was a first for me. But also the other big news <laughs> was that I really killed it. Yes. And then the other big news today <laughs> is that Terranofugius Kujo. Killed it in? You didn't say what? <laughs> killed it in what? Oh, on the piano, you mean? Yeah. Because what I thought you were going to say the big news was, was that you killed it with your American accent. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, look. Can I say a big thank you for all the... Well, I mean, I, well, I'll support. say it, Love and support. Yeah. So one of our mates on Twitter, oh, probably about 10 or 20 or 30 of them said that it wasn't that bad. Mm. And like, I take that as high praise. <laughs> wasn't that bad. And I, th- I thank them for their generosity of spirit with that <laughs> feedback and uh, well, validation really of my uh, ability to pull off a great uh, American accent. How, how, where do you get your American accent inspiration from, actually? Uh, we, I mean, we have heaps of yeah, American well, TV shows. Just Rob. Yeah. Yeah, just Rob. Only Rob, not TV. Um, no, yeah. Well, obviously in Australia we have mostly American TV. Yeah. Uh, no, but like I, I feel like I've got friends who are very, very good at American accents. Mm. but And I think in my mind that I can do it, but as soon as I start opening my mouth, I'm like, this sounds like... A car crash? Yeah. yeah. Well, the only reason I or say about where crash. did you get your car crash? Well, maybe I'll do one at some stage. I'm, I'm not very good either. But the reason I say about that, where did you get the accent from is because when I lived in Sweden, I noticed that um, uh, most uh, Swedish people who spoke English, amazing at English, often had either a very strong British accent or a very sp- strong American accent or maybe sometimes a little bit Canadian, depending on what TV shows that oh. they loved watching. Because you, it's, it's so not true. dubbed. Uh, sorry, it is. Um, Subtitled. No, it's dubbed. So they hear the. Hey, what do you mean dubbed? Sorry, it's subtitled. Subtitled, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Dubbed into English. English, <laughs> so shows, English shows are dubbed, dubbed into, into English. English. <laughs> I'm thinking about <laughs> anime and stuff. <laughs> I went through that twice in my head and I came out with dubbed both times. <laughs> They're subtitled. Yeah. And yeah, and they, they learn it through that. According to your favourite show, one of when I was teaching English in Japan, which I did quite a long time ago when I lived there, um, some of the kids would pick up Australian oh, yeah. accents, and it was disgusting. Oh really? Well, <laughs> seeing cute? kids kids go, yeah, I'm out in the car park. <laughs> I'm having a beer. 
I love having a couple of beers with my mates. It's like, oh, that's disgusting. Just a little kid going, chuck a shrimp on the barbie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a bad accent. Anyway, uh, so, well, there has been a challenge thrown down. So uh, Saturday, uh, the day before Nakabi, Nakabi Eve, as yep. they call it in Japan, uh, I won't be doing the podcast. We're going to have Rob back. And we're throwing down the challenge for Rob to do an Australian accent yeah, for the yeah. intro. I guess so, we've got to give him a couple of days preparation. He needs yeah. to watch a few Australian TV shows. Well, no, Rob's across the Australian. Like the, the Dish? Oh, yeah, Australian yeah. podcast scene. That's right. Crocodile Dundee. Crocodile Dundee. The Dish. Uh, Matrix. The Matrix sequels were filmed in Sydney. Yeah, but there's no Australian accents in there. Well, no, but there are Australian actors in What's there. What's a classic Australian TV show? Oh, Neighbours. Neighbours, Home oh, and neighbors, Away. Oh, Neighbours, Neighbours. Yep. Okay. Rob, you've got four days. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, so the big news, apart from me playing piano on a rotating plinth, was that Terunofuji's out. You called this yep. yesterday uh, not a great surprise, and I, and I think uh, across the internet today we saw – no surprise at all. I, I think the big point of discussion, though, for Terunofuji, it's a back injury. Yeah. It's not the knees. Yeah, I guess everyone assumed it was the knees, or, or I did. Um, and also that it had accumulated across those first three days. It wasn't necessarily something that kicked in yesterday. But, yeah, it seemed to be the back. And I... I, if any, if I know anything about injuries based on my own, oh, just from go. being older, it's that when something gets sore, <laughs> yeah. you compensate exactly. by doing something else. So yeah. I wonder if it's uh, the way that he's moving because of the knees, you know, has lent to a back injury. Well, thank you for that interpretation of what may be going yeah. on. There are actual medical doctors who have told us that it's a lumbar disc herniation. Mm. So this is not. Good. Yeah, the, the vertebrae, yeah. spine. Back injuries, maybe you can never get back from. Like you can, um, you know, knees, there are things you can do, but back is a serious issue. Yeah. Good to see him, though, taking the time uh, that he needs to get better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's no point in him just coming out and hurting it more and losing every day. When you're a Yokozuna, you have the um, ability to go yeah. Kujo and, you know, to go for a fair whack of time. Well, I, I wonder too whether this won't be a multi-basho Kujo. Mm. Yeah, I wonder too. And it, I mean, it could be the end of a career as well. It's way too early to say that, but we had predicted that he would win the well, <laughs> basho, so it opens that right up. I think I did. No. Oh, I said Hoshoryu. You did. Yeah. I said Hoshoryu. <laughs> you did. That's such an odd prediction But I'd like you. to change that. You can't. You can't. You can't. Okay. You absolutely can't. The good news is <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. Kirishima is Kirishima. Back. So one drops, one comes back. That's the way it should work. Yeah, it should work that way. Uh, I read that he was healing faster than expected, but that his Oyakata, and he went to his Oyakata and said, I'm coming back. And he was like, well, if you do, you can't drop out again, number one. And you've got to beat all the Sanyaku number two. I feel that every link in this chain of decisions has been made completely independent from medical advice. Yeah, maybe. Well, well it was, I mean, it was ribs and, and bruising around there. So, you know, I guess he's had a few people slap against them. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, hit me, hit me. And yeah. he's going, oh, well, I can take that pain and I can take a few 
serious painkillers before. He showed, he showed the medical staff video of him being slapped in the yeah, ribs. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, well, yeah. that's good enough for us. Yeah. But for the Oy- Oya Carter to come out and say, well, you can't drop out from now, I mean... I guess it's just a motivational oh, speech, well, isn't it? I don't know. Also, I said beat all Sanyaku, but I believe it was beat all the Sekiwaka, who are the maybe the more important ones there. Okay, well, <laughs> it's good to have an Ozeki and a debut Ozeki back in the roster. Yeah. Especially given that our Yokozuna is out. Let's jump in to the Makuchi bouts. Hakuoho and Bushozan. Nice little matchup. Yeah, I like it. Early on the card. Yeah. Uh, Bushozan was on top early and, you know, seeing Hakuoho here, he looked a little bit on the defensive. I thought Bushozan was uh, good with his offense here. Uh, Hakuoho found himself right back on the Tawara, but moved them back to the middle and then just slapped a big old right hand belt grip. Uh, Just... Slapped it. You could yeah. hear that sound. It was so quick, wasn't it? It was great stuff. And he used that to drive Bushozan out. So Hakuoho, X Ochiai now three and one, Bushozan one and three. Yeah, I did think he looked a little bit more tentative. I mean, he was coming off that loss against Takara Fuji. He did yesterday. look a little bit careful, yeah. I thought. Yeah. yeah. And not an easy win against no. Bushozan. Bushozan was up in his business, powering him back, but a good win from Hakuoho there. Gonoyama came up against Ryuden. And yesterday in the podcast, we were talking about Gonoyama flying under the radar, about staying very calm, being very practical, very matter of fact in his sumo. But today he absolutely activated. I wondered if it was because he was against someone who has so much experience like Ryuden, even though he's not in form. You know, he's been around for a long time. Uh, Not an easy beat. The arms were out. They were all over Ryuden's face and neck. Uh, He was moving very, very quickly, maybe much more quickly, I thought, than usual. Took Ryuden by surprise and, um, and it worked. It got him out. Took me by surprise too. This yeah. was very, very good and uh, fast-paced sumo from Gonoyama. So can I ask you, at 4-0 and zero now with that performance today, is he still under the radar? I don't think he is. Well, there was something about his sumo today that brought him a little bit out from, a little bit uh, into the radar's sweep for me because it made him look like he was... Oh, he's a contender. Uh, really trying and really concerned about okay. how he's going rather than just being like, I'm just doing sumo down here. I'm just, don't even worry about me. Don't look here. Nothing to see. I'm winning easily. Here it looked like he was really like, I need to step it up here today because this really matters to me. So, yeah, just popped his head into the big Gonoyama-shaped blob head into Be- uh, the radar. Beautiful uh, sumo today from Gonoyama. Ryuden, though, zero and four. Yeah, no good. Should Ryuden fans be concerned? Oh, well, as a Ryudin fan, are you concerned? Yes, I am. Mm, okay, let's move that. on. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's shine a light on Shona Naomi up against Kota Shoho here. I thought Shona Naomi was a little bit lucky. There was an uncharacteristic pull that he did here. Very unbecoming, I think, for a future mm-hmm. champion like Shona Naomi. Uh, Kota Shoho lost his feet actually in the sequence after that pull. Uh, and Sean was able to clean it up quickly after that. But I don't think this was a good look for him today. No, it wasn't great, was it? And I think he said he was a little bit lucky to get the win. And I think Kota Shoho was a little bit unlucky 
to just uh, lose his footing, to yeah, stumble exactly. a little bit. It was really was him contributing to his own downfall there. So Kodashoho, he's one and three. Shananoumi, three and one. Takiyasu versus Takanosho was the next bout that I wanted to mention because it was it was a really interesting one to watch and surprisingly difficult for Takiyasu uh, considering Takanosho's form. I would have thought he might have blasted him out straight away and he did try, but then uh, Takanosho managed to get away a couple of times. They were both kind of staggering around and it moved into that territory where I started to get really worried for Takiyasu because if he doesn't get the win, not quickly, but quite decisively, then it can move into that territory where he gets a bit flustered or... Well, I mean, it's the opposite. Well, what we've seen from Takiyasu in the past is the opposite of getting flustered, which is, I'm just going to settle Get in too for stable. That's two right, or yeah. three minutes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. And he didn't. There were a couple of lockups, the ones where the arms are outstretched on each other's shoulders. But it was Takiyasu eventually with the slap down. Poor old Takanosho, zero and four. But to flip that straight around, that means that Takiyasu is unbeaten, four and zero. Hmm. Do we need to talk about this, Takiyasu? Four and zero. <laughs> Vortexes swirling. Is it, yeah, Just there's seeing something. Things on my perifs. Some few, swirling motions. A few colours. A few, a few swirling motions, especially now with Terunofuji out. Yeah, I'm you seeing start to a feel like maroon swirling with a yeah. little gold symbol Fleck. moving around. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I will embrace it. I'll just you know go what? straight. I turn towards it. Yeah. Let's sweep the radar away from Takiyasu. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. hey, we've, we've well, it been... has. It's on Gonoyama now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we've been through this so many times, haven't yeah, yeah. we? Yeah, we're not. We're not. But Let, also, hey, why don't we check in? Day eight. Yeah, we need Let's to give ourselves a, a, a time yep. where the hype is allowed to take off. Yep. Le- I think it's got to be day is eight. Is it Kachikoshi? Uh, well, comes. it depends when it happens. Mm-hmm. I think if Takiyasu is seven and one mm-hmm. on day eight, we're going deep in the vortex. Yeah, deep. <laughs> we're diving in, baby. <laughs> we're going to be neck deep in the vortex. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's move on. Hirudumi was up against Hokusei Hall today. I thought Hirudumi came out red hot here. Yep. I think there's a bit of a belief now that you can beat Hokusei Hall if you come out yeah, fast sure. enough and keep it, uh, keep the bout dynamic. And he's low and he's powerful and he's thinking, you know, like these other guys, if I can just take him on the side or get him off balance or... Well, not stand him up because that's exactly what he wants. Bring him down, turn him around. Yeah, well, just keep it, keep it, uh, the state of the bout in flux for as yeah. long as you can. But Hokuseho eventually found a way to stabilize this, and they were back in the middle of the doyo. Hirudumi here was keeping his hips back. He knew he couldn't allow Hokuseho to find that position that he needs, but. Uh, that left-hand belt grip of Hokusei Hall's in the end was too much and he powerfully walked Hirudumi over the bales. So Hokusei Hall here moves to two and two after a bit. Shaky first few days, you'd yeah, say. I think he really needed this win today and against someone like Hirudumi. We were predicting Hirudumi for the win, thought he would be able to disrupt him. I was Yeah, maybe a little hope. But for Hokusei Hall, very, very important. Gains a little bit of confidence yeah. back. Um, his Tachiya, he, he didn't really do much. He just stood straight up. So he's obviously thinking about just at the moment 
Well, Maybe he's been told to stop doing funny business, just get in your position, yeah. just stand up, grab the belt. Well, you know, and like I, I, I do want to say I'm not negative about Hokuseiho. I, I love him being in mm. Makuchi and I've had some questions about his style. But we've certainly seen something change over the first few days of this basho where that rigid touchy eye has changed. Yeah. And that that very, oh, I want to say rigid's the word that comes to mind. Rigid game plan is starting to be deviated away from. Yeah. So I, th- I think you're right. Maybe it is just an instruction to go, just go back to what you were doing because yeah. it was it's very hard to beat. It's interesting that, that question, isn't it? Because you see a few rikishi come up with such a set way of fighting. Arby is another one yeah. that springs to mind. And you see that point where it starts to fail and mm. people start to suss you out. Yep. But then at, a, then at a certain point, if you try something different and you're not as good at it, when do you choose to go back to the thing that works? Well, I'd say straight away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, think, I do think that Hokuseiho did that today and Hirodumi yeah. um, also to the point let him. So, yeah, and great win for Hokuseiho. Uh, and we should say Hirodumi one and three. Yep. Asaniyama up against Onosho. Onosho did so well here. He came in close and he was absolutely powering Back against Asaniyama, both of his paper mache knees. They're not looking great. They're very um, <laughs> propped up, um, working hard. He wrenched his arm out for a huge makakai to try to get his left arm on the belt. Well, he did get it on and power Asaniyama back. But Asaniyama took the uh, Onosho form, the Onosho momentum, and was able to turn around and fairly easily dump him down. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not something you... I mean, you see this all the time, someone being able to stabilise themselves on the tawara and flick their opponent around. But what we saw today, there was some beauty about what Asaniyama did. It was perfectly executed. And as much as I didn't like to see Onosho's initial opening not turn out uh, or not result in a win, this was just beautiful sumo from Asunayama. Yeah, no doubt about it. So beautifully timed, so beautifully executed. There was a flair to oh, it as well. What? He enjoyed it, I think. A bit of Hollywood about Must that. Must have felt good. Yeah, definitely. So Asunayama now three and one, uh, or not sure, one and three. Ura and Meisei, before we get into Sanyaku, is another bout I'd like to talk about. Meisei, well, I, I, I like to be able to say now, Typically, as he does, comes out hard, yeah. comes out on the offensive. But Urich here, I liked the way he switched that defensive style into an attack so quickly and just transitioned into being on the back foot to the front foot so cleanly. And he took uh, Maysay over the bales. A really good win from Urich here. I thought he out chaosed Maysay. I don't know if I should leave the chaos Maysay behind. You know, when you, you get an idea of someone's fighting style and you really just cling to it. I don't know whether well, I need to reevaluate there. Yeah, it's moved a little bit away from the chaos. But what we've seen is like quite fast. And I would say controlled sumo from Maysay. I, I think I've said this before on other episodes, but I, I think for me, Maysay is like, he's the litmus test of sumo for me. Yeah. Like if he's doing well, I feel like sumo is doing yeah. well. And I don't know why it's Meisei in particular that I feel, feel that about. Makes you feel good when he Yeah, I, I think so. I, I think he's he's just got a very, very likable style. But today, yeah, Ura, I, I just thought 
If you're an Ura fan, you would have loved this yeah, bout. Yeah, it was really, really good work from Ura today. He's two and two. Mesa is the same score. That was two opening wins for him. And then losing to Arby and today Ura. So mm. hopefully he can get back on the win bus. It's uh, Sanyaku. Now Toby Zaru has uh, fronted up the day after his extremely sweaty winner over Terunofuji and come up against Arby, the Komasubi. Arby didn't let him do much though today. Yesterday he did everything under the sun. Today he didn't do anything because Arby's well-placed right hand just disrupted any of his plans that he had. Two swift thrusts, one to hit him off at the touchy eye and then one to turn him around and get him out. An interesting approach here from Arby to take on Toby Zaru, but boy, it was good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it was his arms, his usual arms, but they were more controlled. Well, I just felt like it was accurate. Yeah, it was accurate for sure. It wasn't just like... (laughs) Yeah, and, you know, it's it's bouts like this that make me like Arby. Yeah. You know, when he's backing off and doing garbage sumo, you know, I'm the first to say I don't like this guy. Mm. But when you see Arby doing what he does best, it's like, well, this is clean. This is good. This was clean. This is very, very good sumo from him today. And he's doing so well. He's three and one. He's three and one. Success. Toby Zaru, one and three. Uh, We had Maegashira three, Midori Fuji up against Sekiwake, Wakamoto Haru next it was a, this was an interesting one. Wakamoto Haru looked a little bit careful out of the touchy eye, which I think is probably a good idea against someone like Midori Fuji, yeah. Yeah. who can go low, can move laterally. Uh, and from there, they then transitioned into something that I don't think I've seen all that often from Wakamoto Haru, which is a series of thrusting attacks. Yeah, yeah, it was... Moving a lot, wasn't he? And in a, a very different way. It wasn't. He wasn't looking for the belt. I'm not sure if he gave that idea up very early, but the thrusting look was good for him, I thought. Uh, and he was able to uh, force uh, a slip from Midori Fuji. Midori Fuji, unfortunately, losing his footing there uh, to take Wakamoto Haru. That's his third win, 3-1. Mm, Harukikomi, after losing to Shorai yesterday, maybe that's why he was a bit cautious. Yeah. At the touch, yeah, but I think you're right. I think it was probably not quite knowing what Midori Fuji would come yeah. out with. And I mean, that's that's Wakamoto Haru respecting a fellow practitioner of the sumo arts. <laughs> yeah. And I, I like that. Absolutely. Midori Fuji, he hasn't got a win yet. So counting the loss on the final day of the last bash, because oh. I love to add up his <laughs> losses. It's one of my favourite things. Yeah. Uh, he's yet to get close to the 10 that he got last time around, but... Uh, He's now got five losses in a row, but he's zero and four. <laughs> <laughs> so harsh to do the stats yeah. like that. Well, let's let's just say zero four. Zero for now. four. Yeah. Zero four. Uh, Wakamoto Haru, you probably said it, is three and one. Nishikigi, the absolute uh, god slayer, some people are calling him at the moment, comes up next against uh, Daisho. For me, the most hotly anticipated well, bout of the and, day. And, and what a great position that we're in yeah. that we can say one of the marquee matches of the day yeah. features your mate, our mate, Nishikigi. Yeah. Talking about the vibe of Sumo. Oh, there it absolutely. is. Nishikigi is bringing it, saunters up onto the Doyo to just take on his mate Daesho. And today he took the assault. Daesho came out as usual with the arms, with all of the power. Nishikigi was taken back to the Tawara anchored himself and then turned and sent Daesho down to the dirt. 
there's just something different <laughs> about what Nishikigi's doing at the moment. It's like he's seeing everything in slow yeah, motion. Agreed. It's like he is just seeing everything. And and the irony is that, you know, without his glasses, most people know he actually can't see a lot. So it's like he's he's not seeing it. He's just taking the uh, Takakesho yeah. method of just feeling everything happen around him and he's in tune with the waves of the world. I think you're right. I mean, it's a little different. With Takakesho, Takakesho's mind leaves his body. Ah, uh, Yes. Nishikigi, I think it's just his eyeballs that leave his body. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he's all body. <laughs> uh, what, you, what? His body like leaves his body. Yeah, maybe his Gee, body that's revolutionary. <laughs> but there's just something going on right now. Yeah. And and like like I feel with all of his wins so far, especially that one against Terunofuji. And I, we know Terunofuji was carrying an injury, but still. Hoshori was the same yesterday. You watch it and you see Nishikigi win and you're like, how exactly did he do that? Mm. He's under the radar but also is the radar at the moment. All in. Wow, I, I need to lay down. I, I think I don't disagree but I think I need to lay down. <laughs> He's four and zero is what he is. Daesha, that's his first loss and he joins, uh, we haven't heard about Hoshoryu yet, but joins Wakamoto Haru, the other Sekiwake, on that score of three and, three and one. Or are we all the radar? <laughs> or is the radar the friends we made along the way? Jeez, I, I really need to have a lay down. Uh, let's or move on. Or is Nishikigi everyone on the radar? Oh, God. Tune into our Patreon episode <laughs> where we cover all of these things. And it, it's long. It's three hours. Yeah, radar-based radar uh, speculation. Radar-based <laughs> episode. Let's move on to Hoshoryu and Mitakumi. This was a hugely enjoyable bout for me. Hoshoryu got a strong right-hand belt grip on uh, Mitakumi, moved him back to the Tawara, and I thought, this is over. But the fight yeah. on Mitakumi. Yeah, he did all I think he did all right. Look, eventually Hoshoryu uh, prevailed, but come on. Hmm. Mitakumi still wants it. Yeah. And he still he still believes he can fight at that Sanyaku level. I, I, I thought this was a positive loss for Mitakumi. Yeah, positive loss. I think you can definitely have positive losses. Oh, you we talk can. about it all the time. Yeah, absolutely. The can. Sumo, I mean, his sumo wasn't great because he got taken to the edge. So there's there's different kinds of positive losses. This was one oh, where geez. you mount a defence on the Tawara. <laughs> yeah. The other one is where you do great sumo, but you eventually But we've also lose. seen, you know, Mitakumi's had his times where he gets walked back to the Tawara and mm. he just steps back. Yeah. Yeah. So True. Good stuff. I also uh, noticed his thigh tape. I just wanted to bring this oh, up because yeah. Arby had the same tape and you don't always see it, um, often because it's not um, – it's a very skin-coloured tape so you don't always notice it. But I did just see today on both Arby and Mitakumi that the high thigh, just one go around or one uh, broad Well, they call tape. that in the taping business. That's comfort tape. Yeah. There's also some not discussion. when you take it off. <laughs> up that high there's some oh no absolutely not there's also some talk on the taping discords that i'm part of about possibly moving away from skinned colored tape mm. oh and, and then okay well 
well, there's no, we haven't got there yet. Okay. It was kind of more taking um, notes from the food and beverage industry, where you, if you're working in a kitchen, you have bright coloured band aids, oh, so that if it yes. goes in the food, you can see it. Yeah. So there has been some discussion. Should they be taping with fluoro yellow so that if tape falls off into the chunk, or you can see it? <laughs> uh, look, the uh, like, thigh tape. Yeah. Falls off. Well, I mean, any kind of body tape. I think it would make everything very colourful and very enjoyable to watch. Yeah, I mean, we're talking thigh tape, lateral tape, theatrical tape, tape that tapes the tape, all of the tapes. All tape. Mm. And then you could match your moashi, your towel that you wipe your face with. Because I do think it's super cool when... Rikishi matched that. And yeah, not everyone know, does it. Sometimes it's no, just like a black one and you've got your coloured moshi or whatever. But people who match, I think Midori Fuji matches with the green. Yes. I think Hoshori matches with the red maybe. Well, I, I think this is a, anymore, I think but. you've just unlocked a whole merchandising idea. Like Stylish. when you go to the sumo, you should be able to buy the tape. Yeah. So you, you can go home and tape up oh, your shoulder. Yeah. Like your heroes. Yeah. Or, you know, a bit of thigh tape or... I've got a couple of rolls of that very small, like, <laughs> cellar tape, but with sumo guys yeah, on I mean, it. that's not going to do much. Sumo patterns. Mm. Um, you'd have to put a lot of that tape on to do anything to the ribs or the, <laughs> the shoulder or the thighs. I'm going to tape up my thigh with that now, just, for, <laughs> just for fun. All right. Where were we? Uh, Kodnawaka and Kirishima is where we were. I don't know why I'm delaying this bout because well, it is the first time that we see Kirishima up on the doyo. Azozeki. Huge. Huge. And this is the final bout of the day because uh, Terunofuji yep. out. Shodai has the Fusensho. Yep. So this is our final bout of the day. And so he comes back uh, from three days off. Uh, ribs probably are still a little bit sore and he has to come up against a reasonably... A half-informer, Kodnawaka, big guy, Komasubi. There was a huge clash at the touchy eye. Uh, Kodnawaka was trying to stop Kirishima getting on the belt. He did manage to just get a hand on, just slip a hand on as he moved him back. And so Kodnawaka, I think this was a good idea, um, immediately tried to throw he, took, he tried to do that thing where you do take the momentum and you do flip them right round. But Kirishima just had some kind of stability. Whatever twisting was happening on his body, he wasn't showing. Whether it was painful or not, he just slipped his arm out, out stayed behind Kodnawaka as he tried to throw and was able to push him out. So it looked really solid to me. What did you think? This was Ozeki magic. Yeah. Yeah, this was... I mean, what a great way to... Say to the world, hello, my name's Kirishima. I'm an Ozeki. Mm. Look at my sumo. Yeah. This is beautiful. Sorry I wasn't beautiful. here for a couple of days, but don't worry. I'm here now. Look at the video of me being slapped in the ribs. I'm fine with it. <laughs> you should release that. <laughs> you absolutely should. Make a great TikTok. Put on TikTok. <laughs> That's oh, what I, was say. <laughs> uh, I thought, yeah, this was, this was very, very nice. Very quick. Very Kirishima. It, it made me realise <laughs> what we were missing by him not yeah. being there. Both of us said, oh, it's so good to have him back. We've been really used to having him up the top end about wondering what's going to happen. How's he going to – because he's shown what? so much growth, you know. How's he going to achieve today? It's always different. It's enjoyable to watch. He's such a 
Great guy. And, and a loss today would have given today's sumo a different texture. Yeah, the I whole think. day. Yeah, the whole day. Yeah. 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 Um, and it's quite nice having Anozeki. Yeah. Because <laughs> if Terunofuji had gone out and Kirishima hadn't come back, it would have been a bit thin up the top. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Yeah. And an Okuri Dashi on your first day back. You'll Beautiful. take it, I reckon. Beautiful sumo. The leaderboard. Well, I was going to say, take yep. us through the leaderboard. Four wins. We've had a few drop off. There were um, a big chunk yesterday, but today, top of the pack, Maegashira won. Nishikigi. Not by himself. No, no, no. There's two others, but he's the highest ranked leader. Nishikigi. Then Maegashira oh, seven. God. Takiyasu. <laughs> Give you a moment I'm there. laying down. Yes, I'm ready. Uh, Number three popped just right up over that radar, Gonoyama, Maegashira 13. So, of course, there are heaps of people on 3-1. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of what happened today. It was a bit of a consolidation on 3-1. Uh, I'm not going to read out everybody, but, you know, the two seki, the three Sekiwaka are there. Arby's there. Asaniyama's there. And then a whole lot of other dudes. But um, I love that top that Well, top I, 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 I feel like today... I can say confidently that we're going to have a very interesting conclusion to this basho. There's only one bout I want to see the matchup for tomorrow. It's uh, Nishikigi, who's he got? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's load that in. I can see it. I can find it quickly. It is Wakamoto Haru. Okay. I, I've changed my mind. Let's stay okay. on day four forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, thanks so much for joining us on Sumo Manichi tonight. We'll be here tomorrow. Yep. Day five. Indeed. Shaping Thursday. up. Yep. To be a great bash show. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.